Hello and welcome back to another edition of Know How I Know, episode 13, an exciting one. I'm one of your hosts, Jay. And I'm James. Didn't even show up to the studio today. Listen to that on the phone. I know. <laughs> Actually, got a COVID outbreak at my house. The plague is rolling through my house, so uh, it's probably best we didn't get together. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> this is an exciting one. I've been wanting to do this list since we decided to do a podcast. It's, yeah, who, lo- who? everyone loves good cheesy action movie. <laughs> yeah, we're calling this one the best bad action movies. And uh, yeah, I'm excited about this one. But before we get to the list, I want to share some socials with you. We've been hearing from people, so that's exciting. Give us a Got shout out. Got some hate mail, did we? Uh, yeah, that'll be coming up. <laughs> uh, you know you made it. We made it. We got some hate mail. <laughs> Everybody's been very uh, pleasant about uh, the podcast when we ask for feedback and everything. And then finally we get one that's like, you guys suck. Unfollow. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, our Twitter is at uh, KHIK Podcast. Instagram is Know How I Know. And of course, email the show. We encourage that always at KHIK. Oh, Jesus. K-H-I-K podcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we welcome it. Yeah, that does lead us into our shout-outs and hate mail. <laughs> to the person, <laughs> we'll just refer to them as W-R. They know who they are. Um, emailed us, and uh, I want to give him or her a shout-out. Because even though it was, you know, not the... I mean, it wasn't terrible, but uh, they still... You know, they listened, they gave us some feedback, things that they didn't like, all things that they didn't like, but we do appreciate you taking the time to, you know, give us a little feedback, you know, things that we've already talked about and uh, actually, you know, may consider changes, so. Right. Also on the shout out list, uh, I guess this person will uh, just refer to as NBB Jessica. James will know who that is. (laughs) And you know who you are. Welcome and... uh, We'll hope you're enjoying the podcast. She said she was going to listen to all of them, so give us some feedback. So Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the numbers are doing great on the podcast. Uh, I didn't look them up this morning or anything, but the last time I looked uh, a few days ago, we were, um, we were trending about a couple hundred downloads on the shows. So That's great. Yeah. It's good to hear. Outstanding. Yeah, definitely fun to do, and I hope it's fun for everybody to hear. Yeah, we I mean we got some really good feedback. I've been I've been talking to guys, even uh Christine's work, which by the way, I guess we should adjust that. Christine and Kathy uh, decided to ditch us this week. Yeah. Yeah, are gonna have to Spiders. dock their pay again. Yeah. They're gonna start owing us money. Yeah, producer Ed is listening in, but uh you know, as we've already established, James does not allow him to have a microphone, so <laughs> he can't talk. <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure he's uh in his underwear somewhere. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> so, yeah, as I mentioned, we got uh, the COVID plague rolling through. We're waiting for three out of five people in my house to get test results back. I need one. Yeah, it's definitely going around. That's for sure. Our neighbors got it. And they're down and out right now. 
it's crazy. I've been for two days trying to find a rapid test. You can't find them. You can't get a rapid test anywhere. You have to schedule out your a three day test three days out. So you're what six days out on results. It's it's nuts right now. You're right. That's yeah, uh, and I think everybody, you know, if they do find them, they're buying them up whether they need them or not. Yeah, I, that's another thing I did this morning. I was looking for the yeah those home tests. I couldn't. I mean, Walgreens, CVS, nobody has them. So you can order them on Amazon, but uh, I think it's like eight days out for delivery. Jesus. Yeah, that's yeah, because they have to wait for them, too, because they're probably sold out as well. Yeah. If I need a can of Cheerios, they'll have that delivered in same-day service. Hell, yeah, you have that in three hours, shit. <laughs> <laughs> or SpaghettiOs, a can of SpaghettiOs, not a can of Cheerios. can of Cheerios. Hey, I was down. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have to pour the milk. Wow. <laughs> That was almost our list this week. Breakfast cereals. That's probably why you did that. <laughs> yeah. I got a fun uh, thing happened to me yesterday. Not so fun. By fun, I mean sucked. Um, <laughs> I cut off the tip of my finger. Holy shit. Yeah, my middle finger on my left hand. I mean, straight up. Big enough chunk that Christine found it. Holy shit. Yeah, it's bad. It's a... Uh, I mean, not bad, like I'm disabled now or anything, but it feels like it's to the first knuckle. Uh, I was helping with dinner, and we were um, we were making a, a Greek dish, so we were making some tzatziki sauce. Is that how you say that? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's got cucumber. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's good. I love shavings. That stuff. Yeah, so I'm I got like yeah, a cheese grater out. Shavings. <laughs> <laughs> it's got people shavings in it now. I was making jokes all last night. About hey, if anybody finds the tip of my finger, <laughs> just set it aside, please. Um, so I'm trying to grate the uh, a cucumber, and it's just mush. You know, it's it's not the cheese grater is not a good option for it. So I'm like, so I get this uh, like slicer thing that just does like the really thin slice. I figured if I could do that, then I could maybe chop it up, maybe or something with a knife. I don't know. But right. I'm sitting there just running it, running it, chum, 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 making these slices. And I swear, Christine's like, be careful, that's sharp. And no <laughs> sooner that she said that my hand, because I'm putting downward pressure as I'm running. Right. My, you know, it's a cucumber. It's wet. It's sweating. And my right. hand slipped straight down it. Ugh. And a stroke clean like a, a samurai fucking got to me. I mean... Just took the tip yeah. of my finger off. I bled like I was on a battlefield, and I mean it was bad. Oh Jesus! All night last night with it, and Christine like takes the thing off and finds the tip of my finger. I mean, uh. yeah. I mean, you're probably picturing a lot worse. I mean, it's, yeah, but it's a thin fucking <laughs> shaving of my finger, and I'm like. I'm making jokes about it because she doesn't know whether to take it seriously ever or not. Cause I'm like, put it on ice. And I was, you know, I was like, last night, last night I was kind of having a little bit of the chills cause I've had a little bit of a fever. And, um, I was like, I think I'm in shock. <laughs> it's like, I was telling people if they find it in their dinner, the kids were like, what? I'm like, I'm just uh. kidding. We didn't eat that. <laughs> Yeah, I was about to say, uh, so did you 
Did you still have Greek food? Yeah, we did. Yeah, I mean, there was you know, you know the the cucumber was out. Obviously, there's blood everywhere. We didn't have the tzatziki sauce, but we still had the grilled chicken. I smoked some uh, chicken pieces and stuff. So, oh yeah, yeah, it was really good. But uh, would have been uh, better with uh, without all the blood. <laughs> My finger is yeah. so wrapped. It's crazy. Like 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 how big of a chunk is gone? It's like the tip. It's it's almost like to your nail. It's about half the size of a dime, I would say. Like well, I guess that would be the tip of your finger anyway. I guess it would be about the size but of just a dime. like just like a thin layer though, or is it an actual like does it look like you're a piece of your fingers missing? There's a chunk missing. Like I there <laughs> there's like my fingers rounded to a certain point on the tip and then it goes straight. <laughs> continues the rounding it was horrible i've never and you know there's so many you know it's your hands you know you got yeah there's a lot of nerves a ton of nerves in the fingertips and stuff it hurt so bad oh it was bad and i could not get it to stop bleeding i couldn't i i was like this is this is bad this is i mean i can't i'm raising my hand over my head all night <laughs> you're like Try, i'm about to bleed out <laughs> i'm bleeding through any bandages we do and then later on <laughs> so finally christine's like let me help you bandage that so she gets this big wad of gauze and just really tapes it on there tight you know it hurt like a motherfucker but so finally you know that's there's no way i'm bleeding through that it's like a size of a tennis ball on the end of my finger and so <laughs> her parents came over last night and uh, I went into the bathroom and I grabbed some of her, um, it wasn't red, but it was like a, like a purplish red um, nail polish. And I started painting the, <laughs> the, yeah. the gauze and I just walked out and just didn't say a thing and let them notice it. Like I'm bleeding through. The, <laughs> they're like, you've got a problem. You need to go to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, it's purple and glittery. <laughs> it's got little <laughs> glitter pieces in it when you look closely. It's like, what are you, a, a vampire? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that was horrible. But, you should have ramboed that shit and poured some gunpowder on it and then lit it on fire. Yeah, right. If, if you were a real man, that's what you would have done. I can't even, like right now, if I even bump it, like a tear rolls. It is so painful. I cut all that's those nerves. Like that's my well, exciting week. Yeah, I haven't really done a whole lot this weekend. No? Just kind of relaxed. Yeah, took down all our Christmas stuff and cleaned out our shed and stuff. That was exciting. We were supposed to take down all our Christmas. I brought in all the Christmas stuff. The tree's still up because of my war wound, but... uh <laughs> I think after we record, that's probably what I'm going to move on to do. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to do much today. It's been a long couple of weeks, so I'm mm-hmm. just I'm just tired. Oh, you know, you know, I'm really into like true crime and stuff. And I was just reading that there's this guy out there that they're calling the uh, the shopping cart killer. I don't know if you've read about him or anything. No, this is new to me. It, yeah, and I guess they they found a not another body that they're saying that he most likely killed that person too. I guess he a, a couple of the people he's like just when he's killed them he's like left them in the 
grocery cart and like covered them with a blanket. That's what I was about to ask. Yeah. Or he'll kill them. And that's how he like moves them around and transports them was in like, a, you know, a grocery store, um, shopping cart. Really? I was about to ask cause, uh, cause the first thing that popped in my head was your pet peeve. I was like, are you the grocery oh. cart killer? You just <laughs> take out people who don't return their grocery carts. <laughs> yeah. He, he takes them out into the woods and doesn't return them. Jesus, man, what's wrong? <laughs> Where, where's and this happening? Um, in Virginia, I believe. Oh. And, uh, You're off they the haven't even, he's not, he's not even arrested. Wow, so so he got the nickname because he uses the the grocery carts as a tool to move bodies around. That's yeah, yeah. And I think they can't remember the exact number, but there's at least two, maybe three, that the bodies were in the grocery cart. I believe. I don't know how many, but think about how hard that would be. I mean, because obviously the grocery cart it's like almost worthless evidence. Because think about how many fingerprints and DNA are on a grocery cart. Oh yeah, it'd be Can next to impossible to. You'd have to get several of them to start to get the same prints or something. I mean, that's. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I guess he was luring them like from like you know dating websites and stuff. Oh. And like he would like meet him at like hotels. I guess. I, I'm, if I'm not mistaken, I don't even think he's been charged yet because they don't. And it's funny because they name them by name and everything. The killer? Yeah. Oh, so they know who it is. They just can't find him. Well, I don't, I don't, you know, to be honest, I don't, I think it's not a matter of they can't find them. I don't think they have enough evidence to charge them. Oh, well, that's weird. Yeah. And they're like naming them. I mean, at least from what I was reading, I mean, they have his name. I forget his name offhand, but. Yeah, they name him and everything, and I'm pretty sure it said he hasn't been charged. Wow! And they found another body. Yeah, hmm. or I, I, I think they just linked another body. Oh, okay. For I think best. it was one that they have already. Yeah, they already found it. But they were able to link it. Like, I don't know how. Wow. Now I'm gonna have to read up on that. I have not heard about that. That's the shit that interests me. Yeah, you know, <laughs> so I keep up on my current events, serial killers, yeah. James. <laughs> but yeah, that's about all I have. I just thought that was interesting. Yeah, I mean, it is. I mean, there's a lot going on. I, I'm so, I'm so unplugged from everything. I, you know, I tend to pay attention to like Colorado news and stuff like that because I'm from Colorado. And then it turns out there's like these crazy wildfires going on in the middle of December, January. I had no clue. Christine asked me, yeah, like, have yeah, you heard about these exactly. wildfires? I'm like, no, what's going on? <laughs> so, yeah. Wildfires, like, you know, massive snowstorms and winter storms, everything going on up there. Never thought I'd say it, but it's nice to be in Florida. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Yeah, it's what, like, fucking 80 degrees out. It's beautiful. Pretty, pretty nice out. Yeah, beautiful out. If I didn't have herpacifilades, I'd go out on the bike or something. <laughs> yeah. I wish it was a tad bit cooler though. I mean, it is January. <laughs> yeah. Winter in Florida, 76. 
Yeah, and it's it's and usually it's not that humid, but it's been real muggy out. And I'm like, come on, man! At least take the humidity away for a little while. That's the worst part of winter in Florida is it gets cool enough to where your house AC doesn't kick on, so it gets humid not only outside but in your house. Yeah, yeah, it's it, yeah, it makes it's horrible. Yeah, it makes it all stuffy and to where I got to crank my AC down. Yeah, you got to go down to like 68 degrees, yeah. Yeah, just to kick it on for a little while. Yep, yep, that's the worst part of it in Florida. Because normally, I mean, you know, inside it's nice and comfortable and doesn't matter what it is outside, but, or how humid it is. But, well, I do want to say before we begin the WTF this week, the weekly top four, uh, I, I think unconsciously I brought this one up. This week, because I've been watching this YouTube channel, uh, the YouTube channel, I, I just want to shout out and encourage people to check it out is, uh, his name's Jason Brandt. Yeah. And he has a YouTube channel that I've been kind of hooked on here lately, the past couple of weeks. It's called, um, so good. It's bad. And, uh, or so bad. It's good. Sorry. Had that backwards. <laughs> so good, it's bad. So bad, it's good. And he just sits with a buddy or his wife or all three, and they watch a bad movie. And I'm talking really bad movies, like the worst of the worst. You know, those, those are my favorite movies. I I love really bad cheesy movies. Yeah, me I too. went through a phase where that's all I watched. Yeah, me too. <laughs> the the worse, the better. Um, yeah. These are movies that uh, there's other types of movies of bad movies that I didn't even know that I'm in love with. And they're called vanity films. Yeah. Have you ever heard that term? Vanity films? Yeah. Yeah. So like now, so if you were rich enough to do your own production, you say, I'm going to make a movie, you star in it. You might even sing the songs. Uh, and these vanity films are like these, you ever see like these really goofy guys that are an action hero. You're like, there's no way they're an action hero. They don't even sell it. Uh, but they're like good at everything. They get, they, they watch this one. I really wish I could remember what it was called, but he's like super badass cop who gets fired from the force because he's too honest. And he goes out and like there's a scene where they go to karaoke and he does karaoke and it's horrible. And this isn't even just a scene. It's you get the whole song, baby. It is <laughs> bad. And he's got some young, good looking girl who he paid an amount of money to be the love interest. And he does, the, he's the best lover, the best singer, the best cop, the most honest guy. I mean, and this is the, the ones where like, they like catch a you know a grenade coming out of one hand and chuck it back. I mean they're perfect in every way. They're called vanity films, and it's usually and they so, kind of like produce it and yeah, have, or at least have the money to have somebody exactly make the movie for them. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And they're so bad. They're not even B films. I mean they are so beyond that. They're <laughs> F films. They're anyway. They're the greatest. I'm going to start collecting them. I think <laughs> we're going to have to do like a movie watch commentary or something. We're going to have to do something with this genre because it is so they're, they're too good to be ignored. <clears throat> yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I love movies like that. They're so fun to watch. Yeah. So he watches everything from 
Seagull films down to the ones I just described that are just no-name rich guys that made a movie. And um, they, just, they, just, they just react to it. And then they rate it at the end, one or two ratings. Is it so bad it's good, or is this just hot garbage? And it's it's pretty funny. I'd recommend His name is Jason Brandt. You need to check him out if you... Yeah, it's kind of like, remember that show that... Uh... What is it? Mystery Theater 3000 or whatever? Mystery Science Theater 3000. Yeah, I love that show. I used to watch that all the time because they'd watch all those bad movies and, you know, put in their own commentary and stuff. So funny. This is kind of, it's kind of like that. It's like it's like a YouTube version of that, except you don't get to watch the whole movie with them. They're like 20 minute edited things where they just put in their best lines and stuff, but it's, it's just, it's so good, man. Cause there's so many movies like that out there. You know, when Conan came out and it was big there, there was nothing but barbarian flicks coming out. And right. then when RoboCop come out, there's uh, the one I just watched last night was, uh, was a, uh, I think from like Hong Kong films or something like that, a RoboCop ripoff. And it was, Bobo cop. <laughs> it was it was Robo. I can't remember what they called him. It was a super awesome name though. And <laughs> but I could literally go around my house right now and put together a better RoboCop outfit than they came up with. It was like a, it was like a bomber jacket spray painted silver. I mean, it was bad. <laughs> It was it was so good, or so bad it was good, man. It, it's like it doesn't get any better than this. We should make our own vanity film. We should. <laughs> we should. I mean, that guy's film probably cost twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> I'm sure we could do it. Fifteen dollars went to the girl that had to have the love scene with him. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So that's um. That's the shout out for that. So it's kind of inspired by, I think I unconsciously had that on top, top of mind when I was like, Hey, let's do these bad action movies. Yeah. Cause it's time, baby. I've been looking forward to this because we could do this list once a month and we'd never run out of films. It's, Oh no, man. I, I had a tough time doing this one just because God, there's, there's so many, I mean, hell I can do it just on certain actors. Right. I mean, I had a tough time not picking the same actors' movies for my whole list. Exactly. I love them all. (laughs) Exactly the same. I finally had to say, you know what? That's four films. I'm just put a period there because I could change this a thousand times and never land on my perfect list. Oh yeah, mine's not. Mine is definitely not in any particular order. Yep. You know, my favorite one, it's just, it's just four cheesy movies that I love. Yep. Yep. These are, I kind of picked, uh, there's no order, no theme other than they're just the best bad action movies. And I can't, I guess you can scratch out the best. They're just bad action movies that were, were top of mind for our first list. And there are movies, some of them are ones that I loved. So this could mine could almost be a guilty pleasures list, but <laughs> but it's 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 not it's well yeah you know, I had the same problems you could you could just pick an actor and do his top four worst films I mean we might do that in the future because 
I mean, there's a lot. There's so many to choose from. Yeah, there's and there's a lot of like, you know, big stars that had some really bad movies. Oh, for you, sure. You know, bad, bad but good movies that you know. Uh, just kind of looking into some of the movies on that Google machine, you know, I there was a lot of those movies that I loved, and a couple of them are on my list that they uh they were flops in the box office, but mm-hmm. have later become like these, you know, big cult films and yeah. you know, are still making money to this day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But at the time that they didn't do anything because they were so bad. <laughs> there were some you know, as I do, I I just you know, I finally make enough money where I can afford a, a Google machine like you. And uh <laughs> no. <laughs> um I did look up like IMDB's best worst list and uh there were some on there. I was like, no shit, really? I mean, they're like recent big budget films. And you're like, yeah, I guess that is a little cheesy. Yeah. Especially like in the eighties and nineties, man. Cause it was, there was that kind of, like you said, you know, like when a, when a movie comes out like RoboCop or Conan the barbarian, you know, everybody wants to mimic that in some way, shape or form. It's a cash grab, total cash grab. Yeah. And so, most. In the eighties, especially those, you know, over the top action movies were all the rage. So everybody was coming out with something. <laughs> yeah, and and nobody. It, it was definitely a period in in Hollywood where nobody gave any fucks because they would throw like two. I was looking at like the budgets for some of the ones on my. Uh, list and like they mm-hmm. like they throw two million dollars. One of them was made for two million dollars. The box office was fifty million. Boom. They don't care the quality of yeah, the movie. Well. They're like that's a forty eight million dollar in the green, you know, or in the black. You know, you, who cares? Yeah, move on. Yeah. I don't, okay, I'm not going to get a Grammy, but I just made forty eight million dollars. Yeah, exactly. Right. <laughs> that's why we should be in the movie business, not the podcast business. Yeah, no kidding. So, yeah. It's all about the art, man. It's all about the art. It's all about the clicks. <laughs> so I got uh my there's definitely a theme to mine. I'm looking over mine and it's it's a total theme. It's but it's unintentional. It's just these movies tend to skew towards the cheesy. So Yeah, mine my initial list did have a like a definite theme, but then I kind of redid it and I just picked four movies that I loved watching when I was a kid, you know, or yeah. younger, I should say. So yours is almost a guilty pleasures then also. Eh, kind of, sort of. I mean, these are just movies. I remember, you know, when we first got HBO and stuff and these certain movies would always be on. And I loved them. Cool. Well, let's do it, man. You want to? Uh, you want to start us yeah. off, or do you? Uh... Sure, I'll go ahead and start. Do it, man. My number one on the list is uh, "Silent Rage" with Chuck Norris. You do you remember not. that movie? You did not I, put a Chuck Norris film on the best bad movies list. 
Yeah, I loved the, all the Chuck Norris movies, all of them. <laughs> and I could have done a whole list just for Chuck Norris. You better um, hope you don't hear about that. No kidding. <laughs> disguise my voice on this episode. <laughs> That's right. I'm going to put a filter <laughs> under your voice. Some names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> <laughs> but I always loved that movie, Silent Rage. I mean, I've, I've always been a big horror film mm-hmm. guy and and action and everything. And this one kind of had elements of both, you know, you know, it was, I don't know if you remember, but it was, you know, about that, some guy who got injected with some special chemical or something that the government created and it made him, you know, indestructible. Yeah. It's been so many years I've seen it, but I don't remember the plot or anything. Yeah, he was this kind of tall guy, and he was like, it, it almost reminded you of like Michael Myers, but without a mask. Uh-huh. And he, you know, he, I guess what happened was he, he killed a couple people, a family, and then Chuck Norris killed him. Mm. And as he does. Yeah, and, <laughs> and the government wanted to try this, you know, chemical on him and. So he came back to life and was hunting down Chuck Norris and all that shit. It was, but it was cool. Orders. Yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that sounds like a bad film to me. I mean, I didn't have the balls <laughs> to put Chuck on the list, though. I'm sorry. Christine <laughs> asked me. She said, uh, "What about Chuck Norris?" Because I was telling her about my list, and uh, and we were talking martial arts. I have a bit of a martial arts background, and I was like, "Listen, first of all, unlike these other guys, Chuck is legit." He fucked you up. Oh, no doubt. I mean, even in that movie, he was a badass for sure. And secondly, Chuck Norris ain't going on my list. <laughs> He's too good. He's too good Skirt. to be bad. <laughs> uh, my number one, I'm going to match you kicker for kicker. Uh, I'm gonna, I put Bloodsport from Jean-Claude Van Damme. Oh, yeah. On the That's list. a great one. Fucking great. Made in 1988. This is the one I, I kind of mentioned just because I had it up in front of me. The budget was $1.5 to $2.3 million. Jeez. Is that the one where he had like the cheesy dance scene in the bar? I don't remember. Maybe. I mean, he made like four films. They were all the same film, essentially, right, during right. that time period. <laughs> there was Bloodsport, Kickboxer, um... I don't know. There was another one that was that was top of mind that I considered instead of Bloodsport. I can't even remember the name now. Um, they were basically the same fucking movie. Oh yeah, they were. He he came out with a string of movies, but they were so fun. They were cool movies to watch. But uh, on the low end, one point five million dollars to make this movie, and the box office was fifty million dollars domestic. So wow, total cash grab. Uh, it, it introduced him pretty much to. Hollywood and before he started opening his big mouth about how good he was, he he had it made, man. He was he was a leading guy, you know, and he had those pretty kicks. But yeah, it seemed like he was pumping out a movie every month. <laughs> it seemed like. I mean, at two million dollars a movie, why wouldn't you? I mean, yeah, yeah. But, but I this is my guilt my my number one guilty pleasure if there is one on this list because I will sit down and watch this movie. It's it's too good. It's based off of. Uh, a real guy's story. I'm not saying it's a true story. It's his, right. it's his story. 
and the 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 lead character that he plays, Frank Dukes. Mm-hmm. Um, which, by the way, when I saw that name, I was like, "Oh yeah, the names are so bad <laughs> too," you know. Um, Frank Dukes was, is a real guy, and I think there's like lawsuits involved and stuff over this film. And, but it was he told this story like in some magazine that there's this underground fighting ring that he was a part of, and they made a movie out of it. Huh. Again, not a probably not a true depiction, just his depiction of it. Yeah. You know? Right. So they probably read his article and like, ah, we can make a movie out of this. Fuck yeah, they were probably grabbing anything. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I remember that movie. It was good. I've probably seen it 30 times. Fucking oh, I, yeah. I fucking loved it. Yeah, give us a number two. My number two is uh, Cobra with Sylvester Stallone. Oh, shit. Do you remember that movie? Fuck yeah, I remember that movie. <laughs> they have that, like, secret society. I think they called themselves the Order or the New Order or something like that. Mm-hmm. And they were, like, killing all the weak people yeah. in society. Yep. Did he drive and, uh, Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Some kind of, you know, hot rod like that. And, you know, he had those dark-ass sunglasses on. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's a typical, you know, 80s action movie. Car crashes, you know, shoot-em-ups, all that stuff. It's He's yeah. Rambo in civilian clothing. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> Same character. Let's just put him in this setting. It's Jason in New York, you know. And that's another one. I mean, I, I kind of glanced at it online. And, I mean, I could be completely mistaking with this, but it flopped in the box office pretty bad. But it became like a, you know, a big cult following. Yeah. But if I'm if I'm not mistaken, I don't know if it said how much it cost to make, but it didn't cost... Actually, I don't think I saw the cost on what it cost, what it was to make the movie, mm-hmm. but I know it made like a hundred and thirty million dollars or something like that in the box office. That's insane. I'm looking for it now because I had this list pulled up and it was on it. I wanted to tell you. Okay, it's number eighteen on IMDb's worst, best worst movie list. Oh, really? Yeah, <laughs> and uh, the. Uh, they don't have box office and stuff in here. I wish they did. Uh, the the other list that I was using to pull up some of mine had the the how much it cost in the box office and everything. But I mean, I would that movie probably did cost more to make because I I'm, if I'm I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember there was a lot of like explosions and car chases and stuff. So it probably was you know probably cost. More than just like a million dollars to make. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it did. I mean, the Braveheart one, or no, is that what it was? Yeah, Braveheart, that one was so cheap because it was just a room, essentially. The whole movie was just a room. You didn't have car chases and all that shit to pay for. But um, Lionheart is the other one I was thinking of that John Codland had put out. That's the same same fucking movie. (laughs) Yeah. But Remember yeah. the one when he he was like in a, I think it was him, and he they were in the hockey arena. Wasn't that his movie? I don't know. I don't remember that one. Yeah, and like he brought his kids to a hockey game, and he was like a security guard or something. It's 
and somebody was going to blow up the hockey ring rink or something. Hmm. No, I'd never heard. I forget, of that. I forget what that one was called. That was a Van Damme movie. I believe chances are I did watch it. Cause I watched probably everything Van Damme, but, uh, just don't realize it. Yeah. Oh shit. When I type in Cobra and, I, um, Wikipedia, uh, Cobra is a snake in case you didn't know. <laughs> Damn Google machine. Doesn't say how much it costs to make them. <laughs> <laughs> so cool. Yeah. Cobra is a, a good one. I, I thought of that one. And also, uh, Cobra, by the way, is the next so bad. It's good on that, uh, YouTube channel. I'm gonna, I was going to watch. It's it's next, oh really yeah it's next in the queue so and I think he tied the title of it was like Cobra too good to miss or something I don't remember what he put on there but yeah that's such a I always loved that movie. I must have watched that movie like I don't know at least a dozen times but mm-hmm. I'm a huge Stallone fan I mean oh, if you so think great. about it most of his movies are pretty cheesy. <laughs> Yeah, and he's one of those guys. He's like Arnold. And those he, I mean, he plays basically the same character in everything he's in. Oh yeah, he's just a tough guy. He's like he's like a Charles Bronson or a, mm-hmm. uh, you know this generation's or last generation's Charles Bronson. Just you know, give him a gun, let him loose. You're going to be entertained. Yeah, I, I almost put a couple of his movies on my list too. Charles Bronson. That was another. That's another one. I I love his movies. My dad was a huge Bronson fan and I just watched this a whole string of his uh so bad it's good films because they are they're amazing he's dressed the same in all of them he wears that yeah uh, that cheesy like laser suit <laughs> yeah yeah like a yeah whatever you call those just a like a a jacket you know plaid yeah, yeah not plaid but you know what I mean yeah and he's always got a I mean he's big gun another guy's you know, slides in that category. Just you're going to be entertained, uh, whether it's a good movie or a bad movie. You don't even need. It. You can mute the movie. You don't even need the dialogue. You'll be entertained. Oh yeah. Matter of fact, some of them are better without the dialogue. Let's see here. My number two. You can't ignore this guy. He will not be ignored. Steven Seagal. Oh yeah. Under siege. <laughs> Probably his best movie, I think. Before he got. Um, uh, a belly like mine. And, uh, <laughs> you know, now he puts out movies, he fights sitting down. You don't ever see him climbing stairs or anything. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's a big fat guy now. He's really he's full like of laying in his bed. You're like, oh, you're trolling me now. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> but Under Siege was, I've seen that movie so many times. I love that movie. Number one, there's a booby scene uh, <laughs> with a playmate popping out of the cake. Uh, but, uh, Oh, it's just so good, man. I uh, I almost it has it's the perfect well, maybe not quite the perfect recipe for movies during that time. Because, you know, you got the usual things. You need some somebody who studied martial arts and is like a grandmaster but doesn't want to use it. You need to motivate him somehow by killing a family member or a partner. You need to have that car chase scene or the cool car. You need mm-hmm. big guns, explosions, and you need the big face-off at the end where the bad guy is killed in a new inter- interesting way with a sidekick somehow. But <laughs> Seagull just checks after, all the After boxes. the weapons are dropped. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. We're out of, yeah, we agree to, and of course, bad guy's going to cheat, and uh, that's when, you know, Swayze rips his throat out because he doesn't want, you know, <laughs> I'll never use this on anybody. But uh, <laughs> Seagal, I mean, come on, man. He's like the baddest mofo in the Navy, and he's a cook. And he could because he punched out his commanding officer because of shitty orders, you know, and got his unit killed. And he just so happens to be on there. And this movie, Tommy Lee Jones, Mm -hmm. Gary motherfucking Busey. I mean, yeah, do I need to say more? You want to run out and watch it right now? It's Oh, yeah. I love those movies. I like all his movies. Yeah, it's definitely a guilty pleasure. We're going to do a guilty pleasure Seagal list for sure. (laughs) For sure. The budget on it was $35 million, and Mm. it made $156 million. So a cool $120 in the pocket in 1992. And he, he really was a badass. He, yeah, I mean... He was a he's a badass and he's good at what he does. The problem is his art is kind of useless. <laughs> That's yeah. That I mean, if any a mediocre MMA fighter will take a grandmaster Aikido guy pretty pretty easily. It's just not a fighting art. I mean, don't come after me, Seagal. I mean, you can. I mean, I could, I could take Steven Seagal now. I'll just uh, yeah. Run. You can take him now, but back then. No, I wouldn't take him on back then, but I'll run up three steps, and when he chases me, <laughs> he'll be winded. And <laughs> I'll kick him in his belly. And he's going to be knocking on your door. You're ragging on me for picking on Chuck. Hey, motherfucker, <laughs> I'd rather Steven Seagal than Chuck Norris come at my door, so you're, you're still fucked. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I don't care if he is 92 years old. He's going to round kick your face off. Yeah, Chuck Norris go round kick me with your foot. <laughs> He'll run around the earth and punch you in the back of the head. <laughs> uh, Chuck Norris is so uh, badass. We need to do that Chuck Norris list. Remember those? We're just yeah. yeah. He uses a live rattlesnake as a condom. You know, yeah, that kind of stuff. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was pretty cool when he got that little resurgence. Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, it's fun when that, that happens, especially for the right people. You know, Keanu enjoys that. I mean, Keanu's amazing, but like, uh, who's that guy that, all right, all right, all right, what's his name? Oh, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah, they call it the McConaissance. Yeah. Something like that, <laughs> where he's back. All right, all right, all right. He's back and big and... <laughs> <laughs> like to see the right people get noticed. All right, number three uh, from you. I'm, number three is Red Dawn. <laughs> really? Yeah. You think that's um, so bad, huh? Oh, yeah, it was horrible. <laughs> now, the remake or the original? The, the original. I was going to say both. Both, but the original for sure, and and I loved it. I loved the movie. Don't get me wrong. I mean, the, you know, it had all those guys in it. You know, Patrick Swayze, Charlie Sheen, C. Thomas Howell. You know, when they were they were big back then, they were in all those movies. You know, they weren't the Brat Pack, but they were. You know, they did the whole Outsiders. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So 
I love that movie. And it was just, it was just so cheesy, you know, was, and they were high school kids and they, 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 they took on the Russians and the Cubans yeah. who, who took over the United States, you know, yeah. and it was world war three. And, and these, whatever, four or five guys and a couple girls, you know, took on the Russian military and the Cuban military and, and saved the U.S. Yeah, because that's how it would go down. <laughs> and it's like, wow. Dude, during that, when they were writing those movies, man, it was just writers in a room. They locked them in a room, threw a bunch of cocaine in there, and they just <laughs> snorted and wrote and wrote and wrote, and this is what you get. <laughs> <laughs> I think a high school, not even the full high school, half the football team could take the Russians. The Wolverines. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. But man, I, I literally, when I was younger, I probably watched that movie. Cause this is one of those ones that would have their, a run on HBO, you know, and it'd be on every couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, I must have watched that movie fuck 30 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen it a few times. Not one of my favorites, but uh definitely it belongs on the list. I agree. Well, no, I'll watch it today if it pops on. Yeah, yeah. well, I would too. Yeah, I wouldn't turn it off. So I'm gonna give you one that is less the movie. I mean the movie belongs here, but it's more an indictment on the genre of movie. Because all of them belong on here. So I just picked one, the most popular one, the one I've seen the most. American Ninja. Oh, yeah. 1985. <laughs> with a $1 million budget. Made $10.5 million. So it was a flop, but still, again. Fucking great return on your money, man. If you can get it. This is one. Uh, that, that was awesome. <laughs> yeah. It, and it... It was part of, I don't know where it sat, definitely in those 80s times, there were certain things that were just money. Talking cars, Mm -hmm. you know, like Kit, uh, ninjas, yep, just trash bags full of cash if you put out anything with ninjas in it. And this is one. Yeah, if it had ninja in the title. Fuck yeah, especially these American ninja movies. It's upon a whole bunch of them. Yeah, even, didn't didn't they even make a, at least a few of those American ninja movies? Yeah, I know at least through three. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, yeah, yeah and there I think there's like American Ninja Five and Six out there. <laughs> I mean, American Ninja Eighty Five. I'm due to start shooting my American Ninja film in a couple of years. <laughs> American Ninja 62. <laughs> the Fat Ninja. <laughs> American Ninjas take on Russia and Cuba all by themselves. <laughs> yeah, take on Russia. This is one you're going to have to just indulge me on something a minute because this is the one film that I have on my list that I wanted to pull the, the synopsis of it. Because mm-hmm. this explains every movie made in the 1980s. And I won't read the whole thing, but just a couple lines from it, just from the beginning. As an alternative to prison, young American Joe Armstrong is, mm-hmm. <laughs> is conscripted into the U.S. Army by a judge. 
Joe ends up fighting off the Black Star Order of Ninjas while stationed in the Philippines. I didn't know that our heroic service men and women, I didn't know ninjas were a, a thing that they had to deal with. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah, they are. Yeah. And, and just move. <laughs> um, <clears throat> there's a couple really, really good ones in here. While performing chores on the base, uh, he, he and his buddy, they end up going to a bar where they see their, their, um, their sergeants mixed up with this clan. But his buddy, known as Jackson, he's the black guy, <laughs> discovers that Joe is an uh, amnesiac. He remembers very little of his past other than running with various street gangs and mastering a number of exotic martial arts. <laughs> That's verbatim. I read that shit right off the site. He ends up following the bad guys to their base. His truck is stolen, and he gives chase using a motorcycle, which you know is like some kind of sports bike, probably a ninja. Yeah. The truck driver runs Joe off the road thinking Joe is dead. He brings the truck back to the base. Joe, however, hides under the truck and is brought to the heart of the bad guy's operation, which encompasses the Black Star Ninja training camp. <laughs> <laughs> this is on U.S. soil, baby. I didn't know this was a problem. <laughs> Thank you, Joe Armstrong. No, I, it just that hit all the boxes for me just checked all the boxes you got this guy he, he does he's reluctant to use his powers he doesn't know who he is all this it's just so 80s it's not even funny yeah i love all those ninja movies man i could sit and watch them back to back to back for weeks straight there's oh yes you know the cheesy ones and then also like the the cool ass cheesy kung fu movies that's its own category for me. Those are my tippy top favorite. The B. Oh yeah, mine too. Kung Fu movies. I love seeing the missed punches. People <laughs> flinch the wrong way. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the bad ones where they have just, just horrible stories. Uh, they're just. And the ropes pulling them up in the air when they jump and stuff. <laughs> oh, I saw one where a guy shoots an arrow and the guy was the, the good guy catches it in his mouth, but the camera turns on him too quickly. So you see him like do the head turn, you know, to catch the arrow in his mouth. It's like, it's so <laughs> bad. But you, I cheer when I see that stuff. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I remember when I was a kid, there was a channel that used to play all those kung fu movies like every, I think it was on the weekends, like on, you know, Saturday or Sunday. And I remember laying around on the floor watching kung fu movies. Yeah. Too good. Yeah. Too good. Even the good ones are great. The bad ones are better. Bring it on. <laughs> Bring it on. All right, what are we on now? Is it I think we're going turn? for your last one. Yeah. All right. This one is a good one. It's uh, a great movie. I'm strapped in. But this one definitely checked all the boxes. Uh, I, I mean, literally all the boxes. Um, Big Trouble in Little China. <laughs> 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 what a great fucking movie. Um, that belongs on a good movie list. That is not a bad movie, man. 
Uh, it's pretty bad, but it's <laughs> yeah. awesome. Yeah, it is. So you start breaking it down, it's pretty bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's got everything. Car chases, you know, the 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 hero, ninjas. <laughs> ninjas, <laughs> you know. Yeah. You got to have ninjas. Yeah, it's got everything. You know, you had thunder, lightning, and mm-hmm. I guess rain or something, the, like, different ninja warrior sets, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Kurt Russell. And Kurt Russell, <laughs> yeah. How do you? That's the icing on the cake, baby. Yeah, but such a fun movie. That's a definitely a cult classic, like you were talking about. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there's no doubt that's a that's a cult classic. And that's a movie. If it's ever on, I'm watching it without a doubt. Yeah, I love Kurt Russell, man. I watch it oh, with yeah. Kurt Russell in it. Yep. Good dude. Yeah, that's so, a, yeah, that's, that's a really good one. That's my number four. Yeah, I can't argue with that one, except with this one. This what? Uh, is yours? No. the tragic stepchild of all these ninja movies. And I don't even know, did they mean for this movie to be serious? I think they did. And it was, <laughs> it's the best. It's, it's generated so many memes and YouTube things and just all, you know, clips it's the last dragon. Uh. <laughs> when I say who's the master, <laughs> you say show enough. <laughs> the Shogun of Harlem. Yep. Oh my God. They got everything from, from the main character. His name's Leroy Green, but he's known as Bruce Leroy. Yep. <laughs> Bruce Lee. I remember that. Yep. He runs into fucking Shonuff, man. The <laughs> Shogun of Harlem. And let me just, in case you want to argue that this doesn't belong on the list, let me tell you what his accomplices' names were. Shonuff <laughs> has minions named Crunch, Beast, and Cyclone. <laughs> argue that. Argue that, man. He... <laughs> it's so funny, man. Uh, I watched this when I thought about it. I was like, it's got to go on the list. The end fight scene is worth the price of admission alone. Not only is there martial arts between the good guy and show enough, show enough. but they like introduce these crazy yet terrible powers like so when Shonuff really gets pissed off and is really beating the shit out of Bruce Leroy his his uh, hands are like sparking and they have like a red glow around them and it's the worst CGI you've ever seen uh, <laughs> even for the day and then of course when the good guy realizes he's the good guy he's like glowing and fucking shooting sparks and they're like super powered martial artists. It's like, where did this even come from? It's so fucking bad <laughs> that it is deliciously good. <laughs> if you have not seen the last dragon, dear listener, uh, yeah, you, you need to watch that one. Hit stop on this immediately and pull it up. So good. But would you venture to say it's fascinating? The well, you know, I think everything's fascinating. So. 
<laughs> I uh, played around with um, the idea of putting a Bruce Lee film on here, <laughs> but hey, look, I mean, Bruce Lee films were great to watch, but man, some of them were pretty fucking bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but great. Low budget by today's standards, for sure. Hell, there's one, a Bruce Lee movie with Chuck Norris. Hell yeah. Well, Chuck Norris studied under him, man. That's another reason you're fucked. Yeah. You should not have fucking put Chuck on the list. I'm sorry, man. I'm going to miss you. Oh, man. What did I do? (laughs) I'm going to miss you. There was another (laughs) one I thought about putting on. I need to watch this one. There's one called, this is like a cult movie that's right up the vein of all this stuff, just as an honorary mention. Have you ever heard of Samurai Cop? Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I know I've seen it. I'm trying to picture it. I Yeah, I definitely know that movie. Yeah. Because like I said, I went through a phase where I don't even think I would watch box office movies. Mm-hmm. I would only watch B movies. That's all I would watch. Yep, it's and, uh, definitely in that I'm category. Sure so you've probably seen it. <laughs> yeah, probably seen it. Another thing that was huge during the time were LAPD movies. There's a ton of movies called either SWAT or LAPD. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> they're fascinated with the cops. Uh, one of the biggest budget ones you brought up in the beginning, and I didn't want to bring it up in case it was on the list uh, on your side, was The Rock has one on here, like number eight. On the best bad movies, fucking San Andreas. Remember that? Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's that like, was just like a few years ago, wasn't it? Twenty fifteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was like, man, The Rock's on the list. Well, the thing is, like, you know, the eighties, especially the eighties, and even a good chunk of the nineties, the movies looked bad. Also, yeah. The problem with the newer cheesy movies is they they still have two hundred million dollar budgets. So yeah, you know it's it's and some of them are really bad, but it's hard to like separate it, you know, because they're like, wow, look at the CGI or look at this, look at that. So it's now it's just a bad script. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, just a horrible. That was just action to have action. Right. We're in the eighties. It was not only was it a bad script, it was a bad acting, it was bad effects, you know, it was everything. I think that's why most of mine of this category would definitely be from the eighties and early nineties. You know, and hell, you can even go back to the seventies, you know. Um There's no ninjas in the seventies. No, but there's a lot of the like, you <laughs> a lot know, of bad cops, vigilante cops. Yeah, a lot of, yeah, a lot of bad cops. I mean, I'm, hell, even Charles Bronson. I'm pretty sure, like, the first one or two Death Wish movies were probably made in the '70s. Death Wish Two is the one that I just watched, and it is so funny because I'm like, just the the script, like you're saying, it was it's bad everything. Uh, they, they, Charles Bronson comes to town, and the cops have heard about him. Right. So they, the second he does anything, they fucking lock him up, and he's getting like beat up by all these gang members in the in the lockup, and 
they go to a meeting and one of them tells the captain who locked him up, hey, you know, reported crimes due to this gang are up 11%. Three seconds later, there's a scene where he enters the thing, he says, and he pulls Charles Bronson out, gives him a gun and lets him loose on the streets. For an 11% spike in reported crimes, he releases the baddest vigilante in that universe. (laughs) (laughs) And bazookas are being used by the end of that thing. It's, it's chaotic how much action (laughs) there is. It's, it's action for the sake of action. And yeah, I love those movies and man, there are a couple of them. I think it's the first one too. I mean, they're pretty graphic. Hell yeah. I mean, there's like, you know, pretty graphic sexual assault scenes and, for sure. They kill babies. They kill yeah. children. They kill yeah. pets. They don't care. They put it on there. Whatever motivates you to want to shoot people for just walking down the street with a colored bandana on or whatever. the Yeah. it. They had like no rules. Back. Like right now, it's kind of an unwritten rule. You don't see children getting hurt on movie screens. Not often. At, at the very least, it's just implied. But yeah, yeah, it happens off screen. Like, oh, they killed my child. You know, it's just right? A, yeah, it's, but man, they do it right on the screen. <laughs> Those movies, man. Yeah, it's uh it's crazy. Yeah, but uh, those are the best movies to watch for sure. Conan the Destroyer is number thirteen on this IMDb list. I think that's part two to the Barbarian, right? Yeah, because the yeah the first one's barbarian, the yep. second one I think was destroyer. Yep. And then they got into the whole, you know, like Red Sonia and all that stuff. Yep. The the metaverse, the uh, yeah the triple X films. There's like three of them in the top fifteen. Just because <laughs> there. <laughs> uh, those movies are bad. Uh, Boner the barbarian. <laughs> no, not those type of triple X. The triple X no. uh, with uh, what's his name uh, from Fast Oh, with Ice Cube. Fame. What's his name? Wasn't that with? Wasn't Ice Cube in that? No, I'm thinking of. Um, oh, he was in part two. You're thinking of Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. X. Yeah, the triple X. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's a part two to that. Nice cubes in it, I believe. Oh yeah. I, yeah, I, I want to see it already. Yeah. Enough said. Like oh, I thought you were talking about like like spinoffs porn? of the cheesy movies. Yeah, I don't have the bad, the best worst porn list up. It's another list <laughs> altogether. The barbarians. Over the top is number twenty. You know what? That was I have it scribbled out on my list. That was on mine. It's a, it's um, it is literally scribbled out on my list. Also, yeah, that's a movie that every time it's on, I'll watch it. Yep, yep. Top Gun wow. is on here. I didn't, hmm. I didn't think that line on there, but I mean, it was a little. It's kind of along the lines of the Red Dawn, you know what I mean? Where you got, I don't know, I don't know if I'd put. I, I'd have a tough time putting Top Gun on that. And me too. Yeah, I mean, it may be on the list, but I think it's much higher than number twenty or whatever it was. There's yeah. so many Seagull films on here. I can't even. I've lost count. How many there? Are. I'm up to number thirty-five, just thumbing through it as we're talking, and it they're among like movies like the nineteen seventy film Hercules in New York. Yeah, <laughs> there. That's another uh, Kurt Russell one that made my list too, and I took it off was uh, Escape from New York. Yeah, that's a good one. Yep, 
Yeah. I mean, look, there's certain actors, you know, Chuck Norris being one, um, Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. You know, they had a whole string of that Nicolas Cage in the in in the in the later years. I mean, Jesus, he has like he must have like fifty straight to video movies right now. Yeah, and he don't give a fuck. No, and his movie I love his movies, all of them that came out. I mean, I remember when I used to rent movies from the that you know, that red box. Yeah. You could go there every week. And this is going back, I don't know, maybe ten years ago. You could go there every week, return your movie, and there would be another Nicolas Cage movie in there. <laughs> like every week. Thank you. Oh, it was awesome. I'm I literally from Redbox watched about twenty Nicolas Cage movies that I didn't even know existed. <laughs> yeah, he's the best. Here's one for you. Number fifty two on the list. Barbed wire. Oh God, with uh <laughs> Pam Anderson. Pamela Anderson, that's right. <laughs> Oh, that it's was like, horrible. <laughs> that that movie I don't got even, made just for boobs. That's it. Yeah, I don't even think that was so bad it was good. That was just so bad it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, that would definitely <laughs> yeah. make a hot mess. Like if that came on, I probably wouldn't watch it. <laughs> Number one on the list is one called American Justice. I'm not familiar with it. American Justice. Made in 2015. When the reckless actions of an out-of-control LAPD officer get his partner killed in a deadly hostage situation, he gets suspended from the police force and heads to Mexico to face off against corrupt cops. I mean, that's a perfect formula. I mean, that sounds like it should be a 1985 movie, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you throw some ninjas in there. Maybe a 90. Yeah, that. I'm pretty sure I haven't watched that one. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen that one. Some of the more recent ones I have not. The older ones, yeah, please. Like a lot of the new, you know, quote unquote, so bad they're good movies, to me are just bad movies. Yeah. Because uh, they're missing it, elements. Mean, that... Yeah, they're, they have, they're missing, because, I don't know, it seems like in those 80s ones, it's like they knew they were bad. Where the newer ones, again, because of technology and budgets, it's they think they're good, but they're not. <laughs> well, it's like you said, yeah. That, so what makes them bad is not the choreography, the fight choreography, or the it's the story. And right, you have it could be a hundred fifty million dollar budget movie, and the fight choreo. The things that make the other ones the best is there were you're literally watching that going. Nobody gave a fuck about this movie. Literally, nobody gave a fuck. <laughs> The, yeah. <laughs> you know, the 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 star of the movie doesn't give a fuck. Look how lazy of a performance it is, you know. He didn't even try to throw a punch. I mean, it's just all those well, it's like combined. In the old ninja movies where like the the main ninja would be an American but was playing an Asian guy. <laughs> oh jeez. Yeah, that don't fly today. No, that didn't fly today, but that's what they did back then. You know, yeah, because the recipe back then is is people, you know, racist America. You know, you want to see Americans in movies, in, in the movies, yeah. So yeah. if you put an American as the, the, you know, whether it's the hero or the bad guy, mm-hmm. you know, in an in a in an Asian, you know, 
based movie, you'd have to put an American in, in there. So you'd have the leader of like a, a Chinese game, but it'd be everybody else around them is Chinese. Yeah. But they they're be sidekicks. All, yeah. They're all sidekicks and they could be sidekicks. The main guy would be, you know, American. Yeah. Like, the black friend. Stressed. Yeah. The black friend could yeah. be sidekick too. That's a, you know what? That's one that I'm surprised neither one of us hit on. We should have, now I'm kicking myself. I should have bumped one and put one of the black black exploitation films on there. Well, I was actually going to bring that up. I would, I could do a whole, you a know, list on that. Oh yeah, because I love those movies too. That's a good idea. We should add that. Yeah. Now I'm happy we didn't. Okay, so yeah, yeah. So I was actually going to bring that up. I wasn't even going to bring it up as we're speaking. I was going to talk to you, you know. Oh yeah, off the record. Yeah. Well. I think that would be a good one. That's uh, that's on the list. (laughs) We'll come up with some black exploitation because those—that's a whole genre unto itself. That oh yeah, is ready to be mined for the gold that's in there. Shaft and Mm -hmm. all those films. Blackula. (laughs) Is that Eddie Murphy? No. No. He did do one. He did a that comedy called, version of it. Yeah, Vampire Brooklyn. Oh, yes, man. <laughs> Eddie Murphy. That's a good idea. We should some of these big Eddie Murphy's another one. His own list. I don't know. Right in. Right into the show. What do you want to What are some of these great actors that we could just do our own list on? Or and and write in and tell us some lists you want us to do. And include your list with it and then we'll include it with our list. Yeah, you get an honorable mention. Yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be fun. I will put it up against ours. We don't have winners or losers here, but sometimes there's a clear-cut winner. Well, that's me. Well, no. My grown <laughs> list, that last list I did, yeah, I took the... I took Which the one was that? Uh, Guilty Pleasures, the music. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Wilson Phillips alone won it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Funny story, too. Uh, number one, I've been shooting Kathy pictures of um, George Michael in short shorts ever since that <laughs> podcast. And number two, I probably out of the past seven days, four of them have been singing Wilson Phillips in my head because of my stupidity putting her, them on that list. Oh, no. <laughs> that sounds like hell. It's been bad. I'm not li- I'm not going to lie. Hold on for one more day. That's what keeps running through my head, literally, right now. <laughs> now that I've brought it up, I'll do that the rest of the day. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, at least it's not wake me up before you go. Go. I think I'd rather. Actually, I'd rather have that yeah, in my head. Yeah. I was gonna say, <laughs> Wham's a lot better than uh, hold on. <laughs> back to back to the movie genres. Did you ever watch the John Waters films? Like what? What's an talking example? about? Talking about cheesy. <laughs> um, he was that. He's like a real, that weird, eccentric um, movie director. He did like um, Hairspray. He did uh, Pink Flamingos. That movie Cry Baby with Johnny Depp. Serial Mom. Not really. I just pulled it up uh, now. He did a Chucky film. He I did? Saw. In 2004, Seed of Chucky. Oh, I didn't realize he did that. 
Yeah, that's on there. So that's probably the only one. I've never seen Hairspray. Know how I know. I've you never seen Crybaby. You watch some know of those. Know. You, need, you need to watch some of, those, his, some of his movies. Okay. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, I was going to say we could do a whole list on his movies. Yeah, mine would be pretty weak. I'd have to do some. Yeah, yeah. Some uh, homework. Yeah, I think that was when the phase when I was like really into bad movies, and he's like the king oh, of yeah? that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll throw... They're real quirky. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. I can see them from the list. I'll throw this out. Um, if you're if you love bad movies from a movie studio that doesn't give a fuck, just like we've been talking about, Canon Films is the people who produced most of these movies that are like on, not necessarily on our list, but on overall list Canon films. They were known for just throwing a few million dollars or something and cashing out. They didn't give a fuck what it was. Tons of ninja movies, tons of bad cop movies. Yeah. Canon films is the way to go. Anytime I see Canon films, I get excited. You want to know who makes the absolute? Best bad movies ever made? Hmm. Who? Without a doubt, Tromaville. Tromaville. They did like a... Troma Entertainment? Is that what it is? Yeah, like, they did like Toxic Avenger. <gasps> oh, really? Um, Tromeo and Juliet. Oh, they, there's one of my favorites of their movies. You gotta watch these, man, some of these. Um... Sergeant Kabuki Man. <laughs> I'm looking at a list of them right now. Rabid Grannies is an oh, is that an, one's awesome. Is an actual movie title. They have one called Pol- Poultry Geist. <laughs> Sick sock monster from outer space. Yeah, and it, so of all those movies, Surf I Nazis. mean, you've never seen Toxic Avenger. I've seen Toxic Avenger. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, class of Newcomb High. But my my favorite Killer is Sergeant. <laughs> my two favorites from them is Sergeant Kabuki Man and um, it's called Terror Firmer. Those two are my favorites. <laughs> I'm going to read to you a title that may be the greatest title of a film ever. I mean, they got a lot of them. They could be on this list. Oh, yeah. We could do a list just on well, their best titles. But uh, you know what? One night we need to have a trauma movie we do. night. I want to see this one here. There's one called Yeti, a love story. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember, but I don't think I've seen that one. I've seen almost all of them, though. It's a comedy horror. Yeah, most of their movies are, but it's not. It's they just kind of produce them. We should do a Toxic Avenger movie marathon because there's one, two, three, four, five films under the Toxic Avenger series. Oh yeah, and that would be fucking awesome. Yeah, we we'll, sandwiches. We'll, yeah, <laughs> we'll do that one night, man. We'll we'll get we'll get a couple trauma movies and and have some cocktails and watch it. I just found Poultry Geist because the tagline is Night of the Chicken Dead. 
Yep. <laughs> Are you it's kidding me? Yeah, it is so awesome. <laughs> oh, I am clicking on this now. Oh, the movie poster. Everything about this is perfect. <laughs> so get this. I'm- the budget for Poultry Geist, $500,000. So half, <laughs> half mil. The box office, $22,000. They lost their ass on this film. <laughs> that is amazing. It's a black yeah, comedy were- musical horror film. Yep. And it's uh, the film centers around the takeover of New Jersey fried chicken fast food restaurant by possessed zombie chickens after it is built on top of a sacred Native American burial ground. The film was distributed and released in 2006 and in 2008. That's an amazing synopsis. <laughs> Terror Firmer's awesome, too. And he even has Lemmy from, from uh, Motorhead in it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is going on the watch list. <laughs> Poultry Geist. Well, all right. You got anything else to add? No, I think I think that about does it. With that, we'll see you bitches later. Later, bitches.